0: Hey travelers, Justy Q here, and before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to take a moment to send, on behalf of the Travel Guys podcast, our condolences to anybody that was affected or involved in the tragedies that occurred in the Las Vegas shooting last night. Additionally, the, those affected in Puerto Rico and those in, affected by the hurricanes in uh, Houston and in Florida and also our Mexican brothers and sisters that are suffering because of the earthquake. Um, you know, we're in dire straits as a, as a global community right now, and this is the time for us to band together. And as global citizens, it's important that we maintain visibility to all of the people that are affected, um, so that we can do our part to care for them and pitch in. So let's make sure to keep them in our thoughts and prayers. But additionally, make sure that we're doing what we need to do to stay abreast of any and all events that occur, tragic or otherwise, from a global standpoint, seeking the truth beyond what the media delivers to us. As we know that that could be slanted, that way we can raise proper awareness and then also contribute financially where appropriate. So we've got some review shout outs to go ahead and deliver you remember on the last episode, I mentioned that those who left reviews on the iTunes page or on the SoundCloud page, we will be shouting them out on this episode. So definitely want to make good on that promise. So without further ado, big thank yous to Miss G Jules, Super Duper Nerd, T Pen, Ho, Thomas Lewis, One Sweet SLP, Yilam. Or Yalum, hope I'm saying that right. Jap Mello 36U R H D J at SophistaFunk 8 at Ant619. And then we had one on the SoundCloud page at Kim Sean. Definitely appreciate you all dropping off the reviews and the ratings. Much appreciated. Much love to you. Again, if you have not, if you like the Travel Guides, if this is a resource for you, please consider dropping off a five star review, um, a five star rating and review. This helps us be more visible to people looking for travel advice, looking to see the world, which is what our mission is. The third order of business is today's episode, which features my recent trip to the Nomadness Conference. Some of you who follow me on Instagram at GQ50 on Instagram and Twitter plug will remember seeing my trek to New York and being surrounded by a bunch of brilliant minds at the Nomadness Tribe. It was an excellent experience that focused on a lot of key issues within travel, as well as great items to highlight, including the Nomadness Junior, which you'll hear from you'll hear from them. And you also hear about them um, later. And it was, I mean, they talked about traveling with the travel bands, um, understanding, you know, traveling in groups, traveling while male, traveling while female, traveling while handicapped. Um, And it was honestly just a phenomenal synergistic space with like minded, travel minded people. Um, And it was it was excellent. So naturally, I had my. Canon and my mic ready, um, you know, to capture the experience and to share it with you guys. So today we are going to hear from a couple of ladies from the No Madness team, a couple key players, Evita and Brittany, followed by Val Williams of Airbnb, who sat on the tech and travel panel at the conference. And then we will also hear from, uh, in the middle of those, We'll hear from two of the Nomadness Junior young ladies who are rising college freshmen, China and Destiny. These interviews will run back to back so that you can just hear them, but just know from an order perspective. It's Brittany, China and Destiny, Val, and then Evita finishing it off. So, God bless everyone who is affected by the many tragedies. Let's keep them in the forefront of our minds and do what we can to help. Please leave five-star ratings and review the show if you listen to The Travel Guides on a regular basis. And please enjoy this episode of The Travel Guides, the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. I'm here with the social media marketing strategist Brittany, the lovely Brittany. She's been out here uh, slaying and taking names today on the uh, at the Nomadness uh, conference. Brittany, how are you doing?
1: I'm great. <laughs> great. I
0: had to pull her away. She was uh, she was she was she was hot out here in this in, in the networking hour. So I was like, let me steal your away for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how and your role within Nomadness and like your experience with Nomadness and all. Yeah.
2: That. So initially, I started as an intern. Um, I'm, I was sitting at home on my couch and Avita posted and I was like dang can I be a 27 year old intern (laughs) and Avita was like why not and I was like all right, dope. I've always been in social media. Uh, my nickname uh, is a very social
3: girl. Okay, Verysocialgirl
2: nice. dot You'll right. find me all social media. A very social girl. The early so, right. Yeah, it, it's it's what I do. And so um, I was new to travel. Um, I actually found no madness when I was out of out of the already out of the country. Nice. Where were you? And I was in Ghana, uh, so that was my okay. first trip out of the country. And so it was like mad dope. And then I just saw this group, and it's like. Yo, I found my people. It's like walking into the cafeteria... Like, the, at a PWI, right. and then, like, looking around, it and you like, see this lit, like, and then y'all do the head nod, and everybody go, yo! Like, that's exactly what it was, like, when I joined No Madness and just being in No Madness. So, that's, uh, and it just has evolved from there. Uh, me and Avita play in the same sandbox, like, mentally, as far as, like, our ideas, and so the role has just grown, and, you know, I'm here to stay as long as No Madness is around, or for whatever Avita has up next. That's very <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's the overall talk to me a little bit about like the overall goal of No It's like what you all are trying to accomplish like as a group
2: That's like a lofty question because, you know, yeah, but like, but even so, like, Aveda started without a plan. So if we're talking about like the goal changes, like at first the goal was to be like, hey, I need a community of people who look like me. And just that was comfort, you know, that was just home. And then it was like, let's show these people that we do travel to more than just, you know the Caribbean on a cruise. Like, okay, wait, y'all in in Iceland. Um, Or, y'all went to Las Vegas with how many people? All y'all went to go see Celine? Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, real talk. So it was, that was part of the goal. And then it evolved to be like, okay, well, we black people get along together. And so we all travel together. So it was like this familial vibe and then we kind of transitioned into now it's like when we travel what do we do when we get there and so I think that that's the next goal is to really um, nail down like volunteering and buying homes and we're just more than, you know,
0: a turn up. Right. right. Just yeah. yeah, just way
2: more than just a turn up. Yeah. So, you know, you'll be like, "Hey, up, I got a house here. I got a house here. Okay, we all going to your house in Bali like, yeah. here, And turn up in. But at least at least you have the money, you know what I mean, right. to, to to buy the home. So, I think what next um is hitting that next tier of um Like I say sponsorship But I think we're kind of over telling people Like we're here Mm -hmm. Now it's just like let's enjoy it while we're here Cause like we keep trying to Hey everybody see us we're seen. Absolutely. If you want to keep ignoring us, that's fine. We're still going to create our own
0: life, right? And I think you touched on a lot of stuff. Like I know we spoke briefly before, and the way I, I've used nomadism has been from the community aspect. If like, like, you I'm going to India. Like right. if anybody's over there, if you have any suggestions, you right. know, put me. I think most recently, um, I just got back from Puerto Rico not too long ago, yeah. and like the tribe, the tribe hooked me up there. Um, but you also touched on like the. Diversity of experience that manifests itself in how we enjoy life. Like yeah. to go to somewhere and get like get a healthy dose of culture, and and that be you know sixty percent of why we're going. Right. Uh, but then the other forty to then turn and be able to to turn up and, right. and commune with with people from a you know from a, a party aspect.
2: Yeah, I think there is nothing like like being in like Germany and like predominantly not us right. place, and you walk into a bar. And see one of us, <laughs> like it is like this shared collective experience right. of like dopeness, and I think it starts to allow you. Sometimes like America doesn't have the most positive image about Black people, right? right? So when we go to other places and our culture is so revered, it's just like it gives you a new sense of mm. self. Even when we go to Africa and our people who look That's just like online. us, they like hey, right. they are so in love with us. So I think that. It it instills a, a greater pride. Like as you walk down the street, maybe as a black man in New York City, you know, or a woman, you get hit, you get shoved, you get All this right. You get off the plane, welcome home, my sister. Right. Like, you be like, yes, and it just feels so good. So I think it just helps with your esteem Absolutely. and just helps with everything that you have going on. So it just traveling while black, while we do enjoy other cultures. And I think we do we're more a little bit more sensitive to like Cultural aspects of like other people's culture,
0: Absolutely.
2: but then everybody likes to party, and nobody parties better than us. <laughs> like nobody, I'm still looking. That's
0: real. You t- you hit you touched on the uh, on the Africa piece. That was something that like blew my mind. Yeah. When was- I was down in uh, in Joburg is what I'm thinking of specifically, yeah. and like the I had always been told. Um, that Africans didn't rock with African Americans. Right, so, right, So, like, I'm going down there and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to be received. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they're going to think, like, I'm a target. They're going to try to, like, get right. me or, or what it's going to be. Or they're just genuinely just not going to rock with me. Like, you're not welcome here. And it was the total opposite. opposite. Right, which was, was crazy, <laughs> which I never would have known if yeah. I wouldn't have just gone there and been, like, I was in like, right, KFC
2: in the middle of the street in Africa with other Africans. We drunk. <laughs> it was lit, like, lit tea. So I was like, yeah, at, like, Johannesburg has a special place in my heart, oh, yeah. and I will live there.
0: That's dope. That's, that's easy. Good. Yeah. That's good. Well, tell the people where they can, where I can find you. I thank you for letting me steal you yeah, away. Yeah, no
2: problem. Um, I am a very social girl yeah. <laughs> everywhere. But as far as No Madness goes, um, anytime you slide in our DMs, it's me. Um, <laughs> that's responding back to you uh, on our Facebook page. But Brittany at com. We are always looking to partner. Um, I'm going to go say it. we need some men. In our tribe who are active, who are real, who are not there to thirst trap. Oh. Wow. But you might find your wife. Like <laughs> and get your whole life. You know it's what I mean? Because we got good life. like I, I'm gonna get our bracket of women. I'm just gonna, good. Sister. They, yeah, good right. You know, good job, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Security, you know, you know, she loves to travel, right. she'll leave you alone, she'll let you go to Brazil. But nah. <laughs> um, yeah, just connect with us. We are always ready and we're more like we're an exclusive tribe just to join just to make sure that you have the right mindset but once you get in your family you're good. Okay. so like
0: join us do you want to talk a little bit about the before, before we sign off about the like application process or anything that's? that's yeah needed?
2: so I think one actually um, in a couple of weeks our app will be rolling out nice. and it will make things exclusive, exclusive. right <laughs> <laughs> yes, love it. But, yeah, our app will be rolling out. And so you still need to answer your four questions. But once you do that, again, we had Oh, just four questions? Yeah, we had 12. Oh, okay. So, one. yeah, we'll be rolling it down kidding, to, like, sorry. four questions. Um, and we just really do that to just see if you have the same mindset. And a lot of people think that we're, like, bougie or whatever because you have to have a passport stamp. And the only thing is the moment you get that passport stamp, your life kind of changes yeah. You know And That's then you real. come And you're still a novice But you come back And somebody who's Completely afraid To travel right. We will be sitting there fighting with you all day long. Like, hey, girl, get on a plane. Hey, girl, get on a plane. Two years later, you still ain't get on the plane. Right. We want people at least to do that action because once you join Tribe, you're going to be on 10 right. planes. So um, we just answer the questions, get in the Tribe, be friendly, be open. We're here. We're your family. We're ready to turn up, and we're <laughs> ready to teach you.
0: Lovely. All well, right. Thank you for the time. Thank, thank you. I it. All right. <laughs> So we're here with China and Destiny, the Nomad Junior, lovely panelists that just uh, exited the stage. Um, can you all s- tell me a little bit about about IY Lai, How you all got involved, um, and how other people can get involved?
3: Okay, so I got involved my sophomore year of high school, and basically IYLI is a, a organization to nurture the new generation of um, children inspired by the African diaspora and the African influence to make an impact. So. As a sophomore in high school, I was able to travel to Morocco and Spain, and last summer I was able to travel to Mexico, where I studied like African influence and like issues that are involving within the country. And as a freshman in NYU right now, I'm focusing on becoming a volunteer with Our and just giving back as an alum.
0: So, is it a program? a high program? school program. Yeah. Okay, yes. cool.
3: Um, I joined Our Ally my freshman
1: year. And I really didn't know anything about the program at all. All I knew was that my mom had signed me up for it. (laughs) And um, so we had to go to these monthly seminars where we talked about um, current um, political issues. We had to figure out, like, uh, one of my most favorite um, seminars was we talked about um, how we could solve homelessness on, like, a large scale. And we just had to come up with so many different ideas, like, how could we feed these people? Where could we um, take them to, like, shelters and stuff like that? And I think that that was really important for me because it's something that I've always thought about, like giving back like being a humanitarian, but um, it kind of like put things into perspective for me. And then when we traveled to Senegal, um, that was in my summer, my summer going into 10th grade, it was just so like impactful. it completely completely changed my life. And um, I'm very grateful for that experience.
0: Where were you all traveling? Like, where, where was your... I know you mentioned Senegal, and you mentioned Mexico as being... Were those the, the only places, or were you all uh, traveling to different places every summer?
3: It depends um, on the trips. Yeah, yeah it depends on trips. Every year, the trips. there's, like, new trips, but... There's, like, two different places. Right. Okay. So, um, in the past, we traveled to Egypt, Ethiopia, Brazil, South Africa... Awesome. Um, yeah. Mexico, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica. And there's, like, I think, like twenty countries that our light has traveled within the twenty nine years it's been in existence. Nice. But yeah.
0: And is it only in New York?
3: We have a chapter in Senegal. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <cool. That's> cool. <laughs> but yeah.
0: Well good stuff. What else is so keep it keeping it light lighter a little bit. Um one item that you have to have when you're when you're traveling abroad.
1: Um my film camera.
0: Okay, cool. What kinda what do you shoot?
1: Um Thirty-five millimeter. Uh, it's a Canon. Okay. It's a pretty old camera, but respect camera, respect. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's awesome, and I love uh, taking photos. It's pretty much like my hobby, my intense hobby.
3: So. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Even you're, you're heavy in the visco as well, right? Yeah, I okay, am. Um,
3: for me, it's definitely a journal. Okay, I like nice. to write things down and just like um, write my experiences each day, so like daily updates on how I'm feeling within the country, and so definitely a journal.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well. Um, Thank you for joining us um, and I definitely appreciate it. you all, as I mentioned in there, you all are an inspiration um, to people that you know, people that you have no idea about. So I hope that you can remember this conversation when somebody comes to you like years down the road and thanks you for it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. All right, we've got um, Val Williams here who's on the. Uh, who works for Airbnb and uh, marketing for with diversity. Um, Welcome to show, Val. Thank you, thank,
4: thank you, you. So, for having me.
0: How'd you get? Um, thank you for thank you for joining. How'd you get involved with uh, with the Nomadness uh, Conference?
4: Yeah, so we've been working with um, Avita for a couple of years now. Um, she's been super instrumental uh, to Airbnb in New York um, with um, getting the word out about hosting uh, to communities of color, awesome. um, but then also like helping with our policy legitimization objectives um, to help people in New York really embrace home sharing. So she's been super. Um, instrumental to us there and then of course we um, partnered with her quite a bit on our diversity events um, that we have um, across the nation.
0: Awesome. So you sat on the diversity in tech panel uh-huh. as well. I did a masterful job if I do say so myself. Thank you. Um, Not a problem. But one of the big things that you were talking about was the um, was your experience both at Airbnb as well as how Airbnb is looking to to push hosting within within the black community. Could yeah. you speak a little bit about that?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we know as a, as a platform we run into a lot of issues around discrimination, Um, So, we've definitely done some internal work around that, but the next phase is really to promote hosting in communities of color. And so, we've done quite a bit in this area. We're continuing to partner with a ton of organizations. No Madness was a start. Um, We recently signed a partnership with NAACP, which we didn't mention on the ride. Um, but basically, at the national level, we uh, have a revenue-sharing model. So they're going to help us with local NAACP chapters, really promote hosting through those chapters. Okay, and cool. then for every host that signs up, there's a 20% revenue-sharing model with NAACP. Oh, and okay. so we're li- thinking through creative partnerships um, in order to get the word out about hosting. And then we just continue to do things like this. Right.
0: Just keep it rolling. Grassroots, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so working, obviously working for uh, Airbnb is instrumental in a lot of people's travel mm-hmm. And their itineraries and it helps to helps to keep the costs down a That's little right. bit, which is which yeah. is pivotal. Um, are you getting out? Are you seeing the world as well or Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. <laughs> I, I know if you were just facilitating. Yeah. facilitating. Right, right, right. Yeah. So um, this year, I guess recently a couple actually a month ago I was in Barcelona. Oh, dope. One of my love favorite one of my favorite cities in the world. Right. I studied abroad there. Um, awesome. <laughs> earlier in school when I was back there, I went to a visa for the first time. When I studied abroad, right. it was closed. It was too cold. It was too cold to go. So ah. Oh, now I got my visa
0: in. Yeah, so you got to get that. You got that once. Got it in. <laughs> um, I'm
4: going to Maldives for the first time in November. Awesome. Uh, and then TBD on New Year's. I'm going to go somewhere. Maybe Thailand
0: since I haven't been. That'd be um, dope. As well. Or when are you traveling in November?
4: Um, right before Thanksgiving. Okay. So yeah, like basically the week before Thanksgiving. Nice. Yeah. We've
0: got a trip we do on Thanksgiving week, um, like and try to like maximize that vacation time okay, or whatever. Where are you going? Um, uh, we've got it's England, Ireland, and Belgium. Okay other other main spot so was yeah. yeah, good okay well cool well thank you i appreciate you uh you joining giving a, a couple sound bites um definitely have enjoyed it yep
4: thanks for having
0: me uh, okay. so i hope you enjoyed the previous interviews with Brittany, a key partner of nomadness china and destiny the nomad juniors as well as val williams of airbnb but i wanted to jump in real quick before vita's portion of the episode to provide a little context now, Nomadness started in 2011, so it's been around for a while. And I realized that, like, the travel boom is going on, especially specifically the Black Travel Movement, which inherently is something that the Travel Guides is a part of and is promoting. But Evita and Nomadness kind of started that. And so she will go into that. She'll talk about the inspiration that, um, that sparked. The nomadness tribe and the and the need for it and whatnot, as well as how global perspective changed her viewpoint. And additionally, she will speak uh, candidly about all of the other groups that have spawned off of her, which I'm sure that you are very familiar. So this is a very she's a very interesting person. She just had a TED Talk drop. We'll have that link in the show notes so that you all can go and check that out. Uh, but I, yeah, I just definitely wanted to take a minute to just provide a little bit of context uh, for. Evita as the founder of the NoMadness Tribe, and let's get back to it. All right, so we're here with Evita Robinson, founder of NoMadness Tribe. Um, this has been a pretty great, great day thus far. For yeah. the this is the third annual, conference? third
5: annual conference. Um, one of two events that we have today. So we have our sixth annual uh, anniversary birthday party tonight. Nice. So, one down, one to go. So it's in
0: <laughs> accordance with the with the birthday of the of Nomadness Tribe. Yeah, we try oh, to do So okay. this is
5: noted as Tribe Anniversary Weekend. Okay. So, like, hundreds of my members will drive in or fly in from around the world, and it's like they're at the conference, they're a part of the conference, they'll come to the party. So they have stuff. There's a brunch that they curate. Two of nice. our New York ambassadors actually did a, um, a happy hour last night. So the whole weekend is just Nomadness.
0: Very dope. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about, like, the inspiration of, of Nomadness. Obviously, y'all have, like, it's been blowing up it's been on uh, you all have hockey sticks somewhat uh, here yeah. recently talk to me about like what, what was the, ins- the moment of inception
5: Ooh, um, the moment of inception I was a three time expat before I started No Madness I had lived in France Thailand and Japan in what industry um, well it was interesting because my background is in television production okay, and you cool. still see parts of that like with Issa and you know the different right. partnerships that we have in our web series But um, And more things to come. But uh, back then, like, I was teaching English. I got, like, on one, when I was living in Chiang Mai, I was cast on a travel web series called Jet Set Zero. I was the only female on my cast. So I was, like, out there with, like, five dudes. And then um, I was teaching English and bartending in Japan and also doing a filmmaking workshop intensive with the New York Film Academy in Paris. And I did that, like, six weeks after graduating college. So it was like, all right, school's done I'm only responsible for me, so what am I going to do with this time? And so, for me, the answer was travel. Uh, I had no idea how it was going to shape my life, what was going to happen, but all I knew was that when I got back to New York, I was changed. I couldn't shut up about Paris. (laughs) I felt like that was supposed to be where I was going to be because I hadn't really traveled anywhere else internationally, but it was just a beautiful experience in which like the travel bug just kind of lodged itself underneath my skin and I took it and ran with it. Um, and that was really a formative time for me, but it was living in Japan for a year and then shortly thereafter moving to, um, to Thailand. It was a very interesting time because my best friend in college, he and I dated briefly the last couple months of college into my time in Paris. It didn't work out, but while I was living in Japan, um, he had gotten fired from a job and like reached out to me, and I was like, good, you can live your life, because he was an accountant by day, but like his real dream was to be a DJ, and he was DJing oh, right. at night in the city. Right. I'm like, you're running yourself ragged when you know this is what you want. Well, like about six months after uh being fired, he actually unexpectedly died in a motorcycle accident. Oh man. And this was like one of my biggest advocates like in life. Wow. You know, at my brokest, this was the man that was like, Here are two blank checks, just give me a seventy two hour period, let me know how much you're taking out, and like you can use them. And I never use them, I still just have them now as a keeps as a keepsake. But I was dealing with the grieving process of Rudy's death when I moved to Japan. And it was right when I had finished Japan and was moving to Thailand. Right. And so I was in Thailand shooting this web series with cameras in my face 24-7 while also 24/7. going through a grieving process of, like, one of my best friends, you know? Right. And, um... And so it was tough. And during that trip, I was backpacking, doing visa runs. And I did a visa run to Cambodia because I really wanted to go to CM Reap and see Angkor Wat. And I went by myself and I started to get really ill on the bus ride back to the Thai and Cambodian border. And I mean, it was like, it was really bad. And I had to pretty much fake the funk in order to get over the border without alarming them the fact that I was sick. Right. And so I got to Bangkok, had to take an overnight train to Chiang Mai, and I started to get fever feelings. And I'm like, what is going on? And I was in and out of hospitals for a couple of days, and I was diagnosed with dengue fever. Oh, so somewhere man. along the line, I had gotten bitten by a mosquito. <laughs> and... Um, I contracted dengue fever, so I was supposed to be out there for about a month more than I was. I came back, and my family was like, yeah, like, we need you to come home and, like, get your shit together and, like, get healthy and all these things. So, fair enough. But during that time, I was dealing with reverse culture shock. I was dealing with travel withdrawal. I was dealing with, like, you know... Whether I was aware of it or not, I was still mourning Rudy's death. Like, there were a lot of things firing off at the same time, and I needed a community. And even though my family lived vicariously through me, none of them were avid travelers the right. way I was, so they couldn't relate to me at all. Like understanding Yeah, like, it was just like, like, I get it, and I was dating somebody at that time, and he's just like, yo, I love you, but, like, I don't get this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it was a lot firing off, and I needed to find a place that felt like home. And at that point in time, this was like September 2011, you know, there were no communities that were out like this. Yeah. Yet. You know, No Madness was the first. And so it was a lot of like Twitter chats and that type of shit. But there wasn't a real community. And so, like I said, I started it with 100 people. And I just didn't know that I was answering the call to so many thousands, you know, across the globe and still counting. And it, it really just went from there. It wasn't anything I think that I did outside of starting it as much as it was a realization that I was answering a call right. that was bigger than myself. Yeah. That's
0: very dumb. That's very... So has it... As you're looking into it at present day, mm-hmm. do you feel like it, how has it shifted? Do you feel like it has it has accomplished the goal that you set out to like create as far as like a safe space or mm-hmm. or do you feel like like, what's the, what's the future look like?
5: I'm always big on innovation, and I'm an Aries. We get bored very quickly, so we constantly have to, like, you know, shake shit up. Right. And, um, and so for me, one of the things that's been fun to play with Nomadness is, you know, is the change. And, you know, I guess when we first came out, our purpose was to get more people of color into understanding that they can travel. You don't have to be of a certain, like, economic... Bracket or whatever, you can actually do this.
0: Yeah, the lines that pretty right. Crazy. So like <laughs> well. mission
5: accomplished, you know? Right. And then it's grown into this worldwide movement and other, you know, groups have kind of splintered off and other, you know, other brands, and it's amazing to see that now, you know, and it's been a transition. I mean, even for myself personally, I'm very um, I'm not jealous, but I'm possessive, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so I don't want what somebody else has, what somebody else has. But what's mine Mm -hmm. is mine, you know. And so that's how I approach no madness. And so it was very weird at first. And my ego was kind of like, all right, like all these people popping up, like, you know, off with their heads is my natural inclination. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is it's a testament to what we've built and being the genesis of it all. You know, literally of it all. Like nobody could ever take that from you. And,
0: and they're a it's lot now.
5: It's ridiculous
0: yeah. <laughs> It's, it's kind of a lot the, now. and
5: it's ridiculous and they're kind of like in a way like recycling a lot of the same people.
0: Oh yeah. I mean you define the model. Yeah, yeah. so it's
5: just kind of like, but that's why I also like screwing with it too. Because people they get comfortable and they think they know. Like earlier this year we were just like, Yeah, we're not doing group trips anymore, and they're like, wait, what? Right. And it was like, yeah, we're gonna do pop-up international events. And then we like sell out a roof in Johannesburg, South Africa, I had, like an art gallery whiskey bar or we're like 70 deep in Jaipur, India for Holy Festival of Colors and they're just like what the fuck and it's like we're going to continue to do that because I like screwing around in that way I'm a visionary and I'm a creative first I didn't go to school for business I went to school for television production and fine art so you're dealing with somebody whose brain is hyperactive as hell and it's always going to maneuver because I always want to be different and for it not to be questioned You know, so yeah
0: how did you go about, how did you sell out a rooftop in Joburg? Like, what was it like just, I'm thinking from a, if you were doing a pop-up in Chicago and you mm-hmm. lived in New York. Right. That's a couple calls. So that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's a stone's throw. Mm-hmm. Johannesburg a little, little more difficult. So relationships how, how it, the relationship, our number okay.
5: one. We've been going there for the last couple years and my relationships there are tight, even with influencers. But the biggest thing is we listen to them. When we were thinking of who we were going to bring as a DJ to this event, it was like, okay, who do they think is dope? Right. It wasn't bring some American DJ out there, which we, you know right. what I'm saying? We'll like tell them it was. Knows. And I said this at the event, and I had so many South Africans come up to me and be like, thank you. Because what happens is a lot of these groups, and No Madness probably did this in the past too, like, we would come in, do our itinerary, and then bounce. Right. You know what I'm saying? And me... I'm just an empath and I hold on to people. I got right. attachment issues. <laughs> so it's like, oh my God, we're friends forever, you right. know? And, and I, everything turns into a relationship of some sort for me. And so I always had those connections and was able to literally just tap right into that vein. But it was polling the people in this area like, okay, who's dope? Okay, DJ Ken Zero is like the one that everybody would come out. When Talib Kweli comes over there, like that's his DJ. And out, it's out. just like, okay, so we need to get Ken Zero. Right. So now I'm like, yo, and my boy runs like the top hostel, Curiosity Backpackers Hostel in Maboneng, this like arts district of Johannesburg, South Africa. Okay. And I'm like, yo, Ken Zero, like meet me. At curiosity, and we're gonna have our meeting. And I don't know the difference, but me and Kenzaro are having a business meeting conversation in the middle of this hostel. And like my boy comes out, like, bro, you don't under like there's a celebrity right. sitting here, and I'm like, I don't know. Right, and like we got him to DJ it, and it's like now we have a relationship, a long standing relationship with Kenzaro. You know, right. so it's it's really about fostering them. I think too many people. Have interactions with folks, and they just allow them to be so flighty.
3: Right.
5: I'm way too deep of a person for that. Like, I feel like interactions have meaning. Like, there is a reason why you and I are sitting here at this point in time, having this conversation. And sometimes it may be too deep for people, but that's just how my brain works. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in coincidences at all. I believe right in on. signs. You right. know, so yeah, I
0: totally get that. That's dope. That's, that's very dope. Like, yeah. it's just the entire so. I guess moving moving forward like you've obviously been traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. You have you what what are where is still on your list and what has been your favorite place?
5: Um still on my list is Egypt.
0: Yeah, me too. Um
5: I have not I have a thing with world wonders. That's why I went to Sam Reap, like, right. like a lot. I've been to the Taj Mahal three or four times now. Um, it's
0: how dope was the Taj? Like, the Taj
5: is breathtaking. Yeah,
0: like it looked like a mirage. Like I it looks like remember. milky
5: white. Right, like, it's not even real. Like you touch it and it's like it that's feels like it's not even real. That's so exactly the Taj how can it. literally, at sight, before you even get up to it, it can take your breath away. Oh yeah, it's oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I love this and I love. I'm into kind of like former sim- civilizations that nobody can kind of explain, right. like the mystics. So, I love ruins in a lot of those ways. So, seeing the pyramids and the Sphinx, like, we're just like, I'd be like, yo, I'm done.
0: That's crazy, right? Yeah,
5: I'm done. So, Egypt um, is still on my list. It's funny because my top three, Santorini, Greece, and India, I've been to India like seven I've been there like every year for the last seven years. I had a tough time. Greece, I went last was year. Here. It, India is polarizing yeah. people go and they either like love it and it changes or they're just like I'm never coming back and they're like, <laughs> it's
0: it's, like oh, yeah I'm good.
5: everybody's good it's very intense and um, and it's funny for me to go now because I've been so many times and my relationships there run so deep that like when I go there I'm not even affected really by the environment right. where like the first time I went there I was like I'm going to have a panic attack like any moment now (laughs) because it's just sensory overload it's crazy and so taking groups of people there for the last you know six years five years has been telling. Yeah. It's been
4: interesting.
0: That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, when I was over there, it was like, it was definitely like a great experience. Like, mm-hmm. I got appreciated for that. Um, it was the, the food. The food. I had one good meal when I was over there, and it was delicious. But yeah. I have a nut allergy. I get turned into hitch. It was uh, like, yeah. And so I got like dude. all messed up. Like, yeah, it's in there.
5: there. It's in there. And I'm really looking forward to going to Buenos Aires, Argentina. Yes. Um, it's dope. a personal trip that I have been building myself up to because I'm named after Evita Peron. And so okay. I just know... I
0: was going to ask about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm named after
5: Evita Peron. And, um, and I just, I, I feel like the older I get, the more our lives parallel in certain ways, um, at least the types of communities that we're trying to serve. And I just know it's going to be really emotional and I want to do like everything Amita like I want to go to the grave I want to go to the museum. I want to do everything that's
0: and, Yeah, that's, that's gonna be dope. a big one It's very good Thank you for taking the time. Yeah. I definitely appreciate it. This yeah. has been this has been a great experience overall as far as like just bringing people together. Yeah. um to, to network and to meet and people who are like minded and have yeah. a love of travel in a very like honest and authentic way. Thank you. Um and then the panels that you put together were definitely addressing, you know, yeah. a lot of a lot of pertinent pertinent items here. I mean, and the I know we spoke before, the Nomad Junior phenomenal. Thank you. Uh, to continue to reinforce yeah, the importance Absolutely. Of
5: They're coming up Broadway. next. Yep. They got next.
0: Lovely. Well, thank you. I appreciate
5: it. Yep, no
3: problem.